This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer, the best in the business and back in business. And before we get started, I'd like to talk to you about some good friends of ours over at DynastyOwner.com. Do you win every league? Do you win every trade? Do you just win every week? Then it's time for you to level up. DynastyOwner.com is the ultimate dream for all sports and business fans. DynastyOwner.com is the only patented fantasy sports game that combines Dynasty Fantasy Football with actual NFL contracts. So you You can't just stack your team. It's got to be real. They do not use make-believe or demand-based contracts or salaries. They use actual NFL player contracts and salaries. There's no off-season in Dynasty, and there's no off-season in Dynasty Owner. The rookie draft matters. Free agency matters. Every contract matters. Every penny matters. Just like in your bank account, it matters on DynastyOwner.com. They just finished their beta season in 2019 and are now working on a mobile app for both iOS and Android. iOS is for intelligent operating systems, so I've been told, and it will be ready for rookie drafts in May. You can win weekly prizes, seasonal prizes, and compete in the chase for the ring. So come join our 2020 season waitlist at www.dynastyowner.com and start your dynasty. Make sure you tell them that Mike, Chev, Garrett, and Porkman over at the Dynasty Rewind sent you. So... Let's get started. Today, all the way from Arizona, we got Chev and Nooney. What's good, Chev? Nothing much, boys. Nice to be back. Hope you guys are all doing well. We are good. And from Jersey, we got Porkman. What's good, Porkman? <laughs> Yo, everything, man. It's just life. Life is great. Life is great. And last but certainly not least, we have America's sweetheart. Hashtag National Treasure, the fantasy bachelor. My wife is watching the real bachelor right now. And the Malone meanie, Garrett Price. What's good, Garrett? <laughs> How's it going, man? Switched it up a little bit for you today. So are you guys Appreciate ready that. to talk about the Senior Bowl? Yes, sir. Yep. Now wait. Okay. Yes, some of it was. Uh, it should be retitled the Geriatric Bowl, in my opinion, because some <laughs> of it wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. So, The AARP Bowl. <laughs> yeah, it's up, upgraded Pro Bowl. It is still better than the Pro Bowl, though. Yes. So that was a waste of time. I'll tell you what. Before we get into the Senior Bowl, Garrett, um, do you have any notes on the East-West Shrine game you want to share with us? We didn't do an episode on that. Yeah. So, I mean, I can. If there's anything that stood out, there, there were a couple of players there that were that were interesting. Um, the big the big thing was um, kind of a, a small known player, uh, James Robinson. I've tweeted about him a little bit. He's a running back. 
um, from the FCS. Um, so that is uh, like basically Division One AA. Um, so it's a whole conference, uh, a whole league down basically um, from your traditional Division One schools. So when people are talking about small schools, I mean. This is this is a small school, uh, but he was he dominated, um, had nearly 1,800 yards um, in his senior season, and uh, he's he's a big back. He's pretty strong. Uh, they like to call him the uh, uh, the what was it baby baby for net or something like that. Um, but he he's a talented player. Uh, he's a guy that could sneak in uh, at the end of day four, and uh, I'm really really curious to see what he does at the combine. Um, he doesn't look quite as fast as some of these other guys. And now he put up a really good performance in the Shrine Bowl. So it got, you know, even more eyes on him. I think that's going to elevate his stock. But, um, you know, I, I, he needs to at least run a low 4-6 to really be relevant. If he doesn't do that, then then he's not even going to be talked about getting drafted. So um, I would love to see him put up some good times. Um, the guy that I think that is probably the most relevant from the Shrine Bowl uh, just in general, is Reggie Corbin out of Illinois. Uh, talented back. Fifth-year senior, though, so he's a tad bit on the older side. Uh, but he is extremely, extremely explosive. Um, and then there's a couple other names um, that were there. Benjamin Victor was there out of Ohio State. Uh, Jonathan Hightower um, out of Boise State. Um, there were some decent receivers. Not really anything to, to write home about at quarterback or tight end. Um, but, uh, but yeah, there's a, there's a few names there. So I'd keep, I'd keep those names on your radar. Okay. Thank you, Garrett. Uh, like I said, we do apologize for not doing an East-West Shrine Bowl game, but uh, I think one college all-star game is going to be enough for the Dynasty Rewind this year. So do, just throwing it out there, do you guys want to talk about just a couple players that impressed you or didn't impress you? I'm going to start with one guy that did not impress me, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, he, was, I mean, uh, he looked pretty bad. So, Chev, I'm sorry. First of all, I gotta apologize. Um, I know he was the Oklahoma quarterback last year. Watching him throw the ball sometimes, it looked like he was an outfielder throwing it in. You know, just kind of like an overhand throwing motion. Didn't didn't look that great. Now, in all fairness, he was under fire for a lot of the game, so there's that. Yeah, if you guys watch it the game, like you see him just get absolutely blown up the first drive. I mean, let's see, what's his name? Uh, Steel from Texas Tech, the left tackle. Just terrible at blocking right then. He did it a couple more times then, too. I mean, it really didn't matter who was blocking Bradley. I can't remember his last name. Yeah. Holy cow, man. He, he was beast in that game. That guy. might be somebody you talk about, Mike, later. But, man, he, he was getting off the ball and just blowing Jalen Hurts up the whole time he was in, man. So, I mean, I'm not trying to say what you're saying is probably not true, but I'm just saying he did not get very much help from the offensive line. He also he kind of looked like an early 90s R&B singer. Like they just show him on the sideline. And I'm like, dude could have been in Boys to Men. He's right. Yeah, he's, no? he's a fly cat. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a fly nice. cat. I'll tell you what. Spoken like a true Philly John right there, Pork. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know what John. I mean? All purpose now. <laughs> that, that's right. It's it's an anything. That's what it is. Um, See, so yeah, I wasn't super impressed with Jalen Hurts, but like Chev did attest to, he was he was getting pretty mobbed. Um, so, um, what about – okay, how about you guys, players that didn't impress you? Uh, for me, I'll go. Um, Eno Benjamin didn't impress me at all. Okay, yeah, uh, good point. One, it was 7 for 20. Uh, that's a terrible uh, run per carry. 
But my only thing for me with the running backs is they don't usually use this O-line. So pretty much in the senior bowl, you get, what, a week worth of practice? So it's it's kind of confusing, and it's kind of hard to watch to see some of these guys out here just pretty much guessing when they're really going with their regular O-line on their regular team. But with him, it just it didn't work. It didn't help his stock out at all. So he's going to have to really help himself on the combine when it's coming up. Chef, you got anybody not impressing you? Yeah, and I think it, I think we need to say this, that these guys are not playing with their teams. This is something that is a little bit different. They only get, what, a week to practice? Is that correct? I Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a week, yeah. So they get about a week to practice. I mean, quarterbacks are trying to figure out their wide receivers. Running backs are trying to see how their O-line block, how they set up their blocks. Uh, so, I mean... This is something that is a little bit different. Um, I wouldn't say this is something that you really take the full heart, but it's something that you can also see uh, how guys adjust to this kind of game and how they play uh, in this style of game because, I mean, it is different. It is something that um, they're not really used to. I mean, you're working with guys for five to six months through the season uh, in, in college, so uh, I would just say that's something to think about too when we're, when we're talking about this game. And you're listening to us for sure. Chef, can I just play devil's advocate there real quick? Go for it, man. So I completely understand what you're saying because all these nuances and every player does something different. But considering that these are all seniors, either fourth or fifth year players, depending, and it's quote unquote an all-star game in a sense, don't you think it shouldn't come a little more naturally to these guys than maybe lesser players or underclassmen? I mean, yeah, I would say so too, but you got to also think the rules are a lot different too. So I don't even think they can motion. Defense couldn't even blitz either. So that is correct. So I mean, there's just it's just a whole different kind of game. There's just a bunch of different rules that they're not allowed to do. Um, so defensively, I feel like it'd be pretty hard to watch the linebackers because you're not really seeing them blitz or uh, even somebody else that would be blitzing as well. So I mean, it's just something I personally would probably take with a grain of salt. Now, if somebody's Going out there like P. Ryan, I mean, I was very mm-hmm. low on him. I didn't get to see him that much. Now watching some film on him from this game, um, uh, I got pretty excited about him. He looked pretty good uh, throughout this game. So Yeah, Lamic- Lamical looked really great. <laughs> and that's how I'm saying it, too. I'm not calling him a Michael. I, I won't. Yeah, Lam- Lamical is his name. You got to stick with now. that. That's going to be <laughs> that's gonna be stuck for you for life. I hope he plays for like 30 years. <laughs> So I could just keep Lamical, good old Lamical. Um, so Garrett, yeah, I think it's possible. So Garrett, word on the street is that the practices are more important than the game. I've heard this from several different people. Um, I want your thoughts on that, and then I want you to also tell me who didn't impress you in the game. Yeah, I agree with that overall. Um, you know, it especially for a lot of the positions that we care about. Uh, they're, you know, like wide receiver, they're lucky if they get three targets in the game, you know, like mm-hmm. they're, they're trying to ship so many guys in and out. Um, it might be slightly more telling for the running backs and quarterbacks, but, um, but even them, it's, you know, it, it's tough to evaluate based on, Woo! we're about to get got. He <laughs> <laughs> did not like that take. <laughs> did not at all. Man, I apologize. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's my, you know, that's my but, dog, Balls. He, he's part of the podcast, fifth member. Hey, there you go. All right. Um, 
but but yeah, you know, versus getting to see the individual skills um, and all of these drills and all of their scrimmages and you know seven on sevens and all that kind of stuff. Um, that's that's more crucial for NFL evaluators than you know a couple selected plays here and there in the game. Not to say that the game doesn't mean anything. You want to see guys be able to step up and play well. Uh, but I do think getting a week-long look at a guy versus did he make one good catch or, you know, something like that uh, means a lot more. Um, is your, the person that didn't impress you Steven Montez by chance? Uh, it's not, but it is a quarterback. Okay. Um, go ahead. Tell me. Shea Patterson. Now, granted, I also, I also hate Michigan. So it makes it oh, okay. a little bit grain easier. Grain of salt, grain of salt. Uh, felt felt but, good watching and see how terrible he looked. He looked. He did not look good. He did not look good. He had one lucky uh, pass, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. But um, no, I, I think I think he had a chance to elevate his stock into potentially being a day two quarterback. You know, where he could get taken in the third round, and you know, as uh, a developmental guy uh, that has a real shot at cracking the lineup at some point for a team. And now he's just going to be, you know, fourth through seventh, day three guy that, you know, hopes to sign on as a backup somewhere is, is really his only hope at this point. Okay. He kind um, of reminds me of like a – reminds me of Trace McSorley for some reason, but I'm not really sure why. He's just going to be a career backup for the rest of his What's life. What's wrong with Trace McSorley? Uh, I was waiting for that. Good. I was waiting for that. <laughs> um, I will say this. I think – I feel personally – Penn State fan here um, – Trace McSorley, I feel, is a better collegiate quarterback than um, – uh, why am I forgetting? Shea Patterson. Shea Patterson, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's so. more successful, that's for sure. Yeah, that's true. Because um, one I of think... them actually gave Ohio State a fight, and the other one didn't. My God, you Ohio State guys or something. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I get it. Um, dude, Porkman, you're not even from Ohio. What's up with that? I don't know. It, that team really stuck with me. I freaking love them. <laughs> since 95 90 right. see it's all, at least it's a long time it hasn't it's been a like long since, long time you know yeah, not a recent guy not a bandwagon jumper that that's good that's good anyway moving on let's talk about lamical that's my boy right there um seven carries for 42 yards so not anything that's really popping out um on the stat sheet two catches for 17 yards and a touchdown really nice touchdown catch mm-hmm. and run so the stats don't really show everything here. Watching him run, what impressed me the most, and this is really important in my opinion at the next level, he runs between the tackles really, really well. And you know what, Chev? Good point before. I mean, we're both kind of right in a way. Mm-hmm. They only had a week of practice, but they should be able to do it. You know, you're Okay, you're playing with a patchwork offensive line. And he looked good. You know what, maybe uh, we could just lump Joshua Kelly into – that same category i thought he showed really well was he on anybody's radar before this game garrett you don't count here because everybody's on your radar <laughs> like you know everybody but but chef porkman were you guys talking about this ucla running back like he's definitely got to be moving up draft boards now yeah so well, i mean i, I definitely didn't even i mean i knew about him but i didn't watch any film or anything like that on him um, but I mean, what he did in this game, I mean, it was it was pretty impressive. I loved what I saw. I mean, he's quick. He has nice little juke moves. Um, good vision. I mean, I liked what I saw, and uh, it's definitely somebody that I'll be watching a little bit more uh, and kind of seeing what I really truly feel about him. But in this game, um, I think he definitely helped his case on moving up in the boards. 
Yeah, the, the only guy I was pretty much looking at was P. Ryan and uh, Darius Anderson. So, other than that, I was not looking looking at him at all. Uh, he so, showed out. So, Garrett, what what do you think his – what was his status before this game and after? Yeah, I think uh, he was the only – yeah, the only 100-yard rusher in the game. 15 carries for 105 yards. That's – um. You know, when you consider that these guys aren't playing a full game, it's pretty damn good. Yeah, Kelly's really, really interesting because uh, in 2018, he kind of burst onto the scene out of, out of nowhere. Like, nobody really knew who he was. Nobody really knew much about him. Um, and he burst onto the scene, Had uh, ended up having a real good season. This year had a, a pretty disappointing season overall, to be honest. But the thing that was uh, fascinating to me was I had watched some games early in the season of his. I'm talking like first three weeks or so. Uh, walked away very unimpressed. Uh, thought he looked kind of kind of chunky, to be honest. Like he had not quite as bad. I'm being, you know, a little facetious here, but like uh, kind of an Eddie Lacy kind of like do-do-do-do-do-do. Um, and now like watching him in this game, he looks like he slimmed down. And he looked like he's running uh, much faster, much quicker. So uh, it did open my eyes to somebody that I had kind of more or less written off as, you know, will he get drafted if he does? It's probably a seventh-round guy that's just trying to cling on somewhere. Now I think he's pushing more of that fourth or fifth round, which, you know, it seems low for a lot of players, but for running back isn't that bad. Yeah, he could be – I'm not going to say he's going to be a guy that you're going to invest a lot in, but – you know, sometimes these guys that kick around the NFL for a while, you get guys hurt, you get guys on bye week, you need a flex play spot start, you know, week nine, week 10, right? It's good to know about these guys right now. Yeah, um, absolutely. So I don't know about what you guys thought. I know this is supposed to be a really good wide receiver class. I wasn't overly impressed with the wide receivers, and, you know, a lot of it is. You're not too familiar with these guys, like Chev pointed out earlier. But, I mean, Duvernay looked good. Um, Gandy Golden had a nice touchdown catch in the third quarter. Aside from that, not anything off the top of my head really resonates with me. What do you guys think? Well, I think it piggybacks on what Chev was saying. We're pretty much, you know, just a week of practice. It's kind of hard to get a chemistry with the with these quarterbacks that's out here, especially with the, the caliber quarterback that was out here, the Shea Pattersons and the, and, uh, and Montez and Hurts getting killed up the middle all day, mm -hmm. even though he did throw a Don pass for a touchdown. But, I mean, the only person I saw that looked – I was looking, I was staring at him the whole game was Gandy Golden because he's such a polarizing player because, you know, a lot of people really – the common – Fancy player really doesn't know him, but you know, Dynasty God's been fawning over him for months now, just staring at tape. But just looking at him playing for Liberty, you wanted to see how he went against these top guys um, in the regular, in the Big Five conference. And to me, he looked great, especially in practice, getting separation, showing power, running great routes, and high pointing balls. He looks, he looks pretty promising, just not in the game, just because of the quarterbacks. He did have a pretty nice touchdown catch, though. Like I said. Now, was that a touchdown? Because it looked like he only got one toe in. Well, they called it a touchdown. So. Well, I mean, they, they, there was no, <laughs> there was no uh, challenges. In yeah, that that's game. true. 
as yeah, long somebody... as you get one big toe, pork man. That's one all toe, they ask one toe for. is two feet. One right. pork, one fat toe. <laughs> I think that were they still going under college rules? Because then they, he would only need that one foot. No, no, I'm just saying, just for you know, when he next gets into the league, yeah. next yeah, level, sure. he gotta he gotta learn how to get that uh, that dead toe down. And that's <laughs> what I was thinking too. Get during the that time. Leg. Yeah, exactly, pork man. I was thinking the same thing when I saw that catch. I was like, man. I would love to see him actually have those two feet in and kind of just recognizing where the out of bounds was. So I uh, definitely love that. Definitely on the same page with you. On it that was one. a great route though, a crossing route though. Oh yeah, because he just he just blew past the dude. Honestly, the route was good. The throw was not. Okay, so, so I was going to oh, say that too. Yeah, that was Gordon. Not a good what was throw. he? What was he trying to be like a uh, freaking uh, Derek Jeter? He was like a shortstop. <laughs> that was yeah. the worst good that throw I've ever seen in my life. I mean, it got the job done. It did, but it, did he trip over his own feet? I don't know. Oh, I so love I'm, that throw. I'm kind of wondering, Gordon, Washington State, we saw what Minshew did last year. You know, he's got kind of that – he was coached by Mike Leach, threw for a lot of yards, as they do in the air raid. I think maybe this guy gets taken to be a backup somewhere. You know, maybe it could be something. He's pretty scrappy. He's like yeah. he's, He got that, that scrappy Minshew look. Yeah. He doesn't have the stash, though. Oh, no, no, not the stash. Can't get the the porn stash. Wasn't working for him. Dude, you guys got to – you have to follow Gardner Minshew on Instagram. He's doing, like, this cross-country RV thing right now. That does not surprise me one bit. It's ridiculous. I I freaking love that guy. (laughs) He's so awesome. (laughs) But uh, so any of these other quarterbacks stand out, good or bad? Oh. Hmm. So well, obviously Herbert. Okay, Herbert, I think was one of the brighter spots of the game. Yeah, personally. he uh, he showed a lot of promise. The only the only thing that I had an issue was <clears throat> him throwing from one side of hash to the other side of hash. He had like a, a couple, like two two bad throws. It was kind of low, but mm-hmm. his pocket presence is amazing. When he had people coming up on him, he step up in the pocket. He can feel that pressure, throwing up down the field, dumping it off to his check down. He looked amazing with that. And I think that goes a long way, especially with his age. Goes a long way coming into the league with these bigger, faster guys coming at you. So what about this? With the arm, I think he's got a pretty good arm. I think you guys could agree with that. I really want him to go to the Chargers. I think that's where he might go. Twice a year, we get to see... Herbert and Mahomes with those big arms and the weapons that they have. Herbert Mahomes lock. Oh, yeah. I forgot about um, aspiring rapper and NFL quarterback Drew Ro- Drew Locke. Yeah. Drew Locke, How could I yeah. forget about him? That's my boy. He can spit Jeezy. That's my guy. Man. I like him. <laughs> Dude, he's, just, he's just letting it all hang out on the bench being yeah, goofy. I love that. I'm like, I love this guy. Uh, and who else is in the division? Oh, Derek Carr. He's great. Yeah, he's all right. So, so the well, one quarterback we haven't touched on yet is uh, is Jordan Love, um, and it's interesting because he's probably the most polarizing of all of these quarterbacks. Like for the most part, like we know Herbert's going in the first round, most likely top fifteen. Um, you know, we know a lot of these guys are you know third you know third rounders, fourth you know rounders, or or, or worse. Love is the interesting one, um, depending on who you talk to. You know he's going he's going fourteen to the Colts, or this dude is a bum and shouldn't shouldn't <laughs> even be looked at until day three. Um, 
and, and and he's a tough one to evaluate because the the raw skills are there. Like he is a good athlete. He has a strong arm, um, and you'll see him make a throw like on a dime across his body across the field 40 yards down the and you'll just be like oh my gosh that's amazing and then he'll throw two straight interceptions to linebackers that are six feet in front of him and so it, he's Jameis winston Jameis, yep took the words right out of my mouth bro basically slightly better athlete but that's okay. kind of what it feels like right now okay um well if he wants to go to andy he's gonna need a really good agent <laughs> that's all i could yeah, say jacoby man i think we know a guy Hall, hail Jacoby. How I still want to get that. How about Jacoby becomes an agent for Jordan Love? There you go. Well, hey, you know what? Clearly, he can negotiate his own deal. <clears throat> so <laughs> that could be a career for him after football. So it's good go. to have a backup plan, kids. Okay? When your career doesn't work out, you have to do something. You know who else sucked? Steven Montez. Is it Steven? I just see an yeah. S here. Yep, yeah. Steven Montez. He didn't look good. Three of eight for 22 yards and a pick. I was not impressed. But, um, Garrett, do you know anything about him? He plays for Colorado, right? Yeah. Basically, my only evaluation of him was watching LaVisca Chenault. Um, okay. and, and I was underwhelmed. Uh, I think we're, we're probably looking at, you know, late day three guy. Okay. So, a career backup. Yep. Project type guy. Um, yep. I actually forgot to mention uh, last episode, the tight end episode. The thing I liked the most about watching Thaddeus Moss tape was all the Clyde Edwards Alaire yeah. highlights. You know what I mean? That that was the best part about watching Moss. So um hey, speaking of tight ends, perfect segue by your host. Yes. What about tight ends? Um I have a guy. Oh can I try to guess? Yes. Alright, hold on. Is it Troutman? Yes it is. I knew it. Go for it, poor he, He's man. freaking. I was talk, trying to watch some of his tape, and uh, it looks like a high school game. The tape is bad. Like, like from like 1970. It's terrible. <laughs> but he just looks like he's so much bigger than everybody else. And like, um, I forget who threw the pass. He was open, like right in the middle of the field. He put his arm out and looked like he was going to catch it, but you can tell he got kind of got like soft hands. And I kind of like that. Uh, he and they say he's been killing it. In the, he killed it in practice the week before. I kind of see him uh, being being a guy in the league. He's tall, strong. He can block. He can do all the stuff that you ask for. Um, and he's. They said the coaches were impressed by him. So I I I really think he can uh, he can jump up some ranks and be close to a top, well. He probably will be top five because this tight end class is kind of it's kind of booty. Yeah, it's it's not great. Um, do you guys think that where he played could hinder his draft status? I don't think so. No. I think I think when you look at tape or with the combine, combine's gonna help him. Senior Bowl helped him out a ton. Um, so when the combine comes, I think that's gonna help him out a ton. I mean, Dallas Goddard got drafted fairly high, and he went to South Dakota State. So yeah, but I don't think I think with tight end, it's a little bit different. I got to be honest with you. I didn't even know Dayton had a football team. Neither did <laughs> so, I. It's Ohio. I know it from has a basketball. Oh yeah, please, you're not you're not Texas, Garrett. <laughs> better or Florida? Okay. Yeah, yeah Florida. Better. Florida, the speed state. And judging by all the Florida man memes out there, I know why they call it the speed state. 
Oh, jeez. <laughs> Come on. That was good. And you know it. <laughs> Do you guys have... You're such what? a dad. I love it. I know I am. <laughs> Hashtag dad jokes. That's right. Um, do you guys have anything to add about Mr. Troutman? Uh, I I really I really enjoyed him as well. I think he is he's rising up boards, and I wouldn't be shocked to see him be one of the first five tight ends off the off the board come draft day. Any other tight ends stand out to you guys? Um, Troutman was the one for me that stood out. To be honest with you, um, lots of good reports about Hopkins as well, Bryson Hopkins. Um, he, he looked really good according to to those that were there and um, you know didn't didn't get a chance to do a ton in the game but um, by all accounts his, his route running looked good he, he looked real athletic and uh, I'm hearing rumors that that he is wanting to prove to NFL teams that he can be uh, an inline blocker so we'll we'll see um, I, I don't think that's a strong suit at the at the moment but uh, it's something that can definitely be learned and if they bulk him up a little bit who knows Garrett, question for you. Did Keyshawn Vaughn play? He did not play. So he sustained an undisclosed injury early in the week. They made it sound like it was not serious at all, but he did not want to risk something happening before the combine and before the draft. Um, so he did not partake in, in the game or anything like that. And yeah, Michael, I know you want to see your boy. I know, yeah, I really did. I and to see and the other guy that I was super excited to see was Brian Edwards, and he decided right before to not not do anything there either. So. <clears throat> and um, Michael Pittman Jr. He was out too. Didn't play either. I think he had an injury. I was excited to see him because I really want to see him in an Eagles uniform. To be perfectly honest with you, would make you me go. happy. Third round pick. I want him to go. T Higgins in the first. Um, a linebacker that could actually tackle in the second, and Michael Pittman Jr. in the third is my Ooh, goal. You want to you want him to revamp revamp the wide receiver core in one class? Hold on, who you say you want in the first round? T. Higgins. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm a I'm a I'm a Rager guy there, but we'll see. I don't know if Rager's going to make it to them. I know that's. Uh, I I I, f- so. I feel like the combine is going to make Rager's value explode. It is. Him and, and I think, Brooks. yeah, I think I think Rager gets drafted high. So, um, we'll see. Yeah, I, I would there. love Rager too, but uh, Howie Roseman, I know you're listening to this, so do as I say. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna tag him on Twitter. You gotta listen to this. We should. I I will. That's fine. That'd be great if he did. That'd Can you give cool. me a job, Howie? I want to work for the Eagles. <laughs> I'll be uh, Doug Peterson's security guard. So, moving on. Um, Chev, any thoughts on any of the tight ends? Nothing. Did anything stand out to you, aside from Troutman? Because there's a couple catches here and there, but it wasn't anything spectacular. Yeah, I didn't really see too much tight end-wise other than Troutman. Um, I mean, I just, I just didn't see too much going on other than him really i mean he had that one he stuck his left arm out i think the one that porkman's talking about i mean if the defender yeah. doesn't come up and nick his I arm so I, I, mean, up. I was like he's gonna freaking no he got yeah. yeah i mean even the replay they show a slow-mo and i mean it, it just looks nice man he, he he should be somebody that you're definitely watching and seeing where he goes because um there's gonna be a couple openings i think in tight end possibly so be somebody to watch out for i think he's somebody that needs to he's gonna take some time to get uh, involved in the offense, though. For a guy that went to a small <clears throat> school, you wouldn't expect him to be this polished. Yeah. Um, but I think he looks really good. So, um, I, 
let's see. I want to ask you guys. I'm sure Garrett knows all about him, and I think you're a fan of his. What do you guys think about uh, the Texas wide receiver? Is it Devin Duvernay? Is yep, that, that's his name. Right? Yeah. What do you guys think about Devin Duvernay? So, okay, he did not light up the stat sheet. Two catches for 28 yards. However, I thought the catches were very, very good. Um, I like the way he came back on some routes. And there's another receiver I want to talk to you guys about them. But, um, Porkman, any thoughts on Devin Duvernay? Um, I really don't have any uh, thoughts on him. I didn't have really notes on him. I have notes on two other guys, two other receivers, though. Okay, who else do you have then? Uh, I have Van Jefferson. Okay. And uh, KJ Hill. Okay. What do you got for him? Uh, Van Jefferson, he's a freaking, he looks like a, a beast out there. He's fast, too, for his height and his weight. <clears throat> I love him. Uh, he's like one of those, like, prototypical outside receivers that's just going to just beat you on the outside. And with his wingspan, I freaking, I freaking love him on any team that he goes on. I think he can fit anywhere. Great route runner and smooth. Um KJ Hill was out there. I mean, he didn't do much in the game either, just like um, one Jefferson catch did. for one yard. Yeah, but in the practice, he was he was uh, putting them guys on roller skates like they was at the roller derby. <laughs> um, who who was playing quarterback when KJ Hill was in? Was it a poor man's Jacoby Brissett by chance? Uh, it probably was because he didn't negotiate his own. Well, contract. I mean, they, they had Patterson, Gordon, and Love, so uh, you know. That's uh, not too good of a quarterback group, but yeah, you know what? The quarterbacks overall, I was just eh. Yeah, it was just meh. It was only it was only one really, and Gordon Gordon was serviceable. Yeah, but, serviceable, uh, but it was it was ugly. Yeah, it was very it was very disgusting. Yeah, like if you're a quarterback coach in the NFL, you're like, I don't want this guy. If if I coach this guy, I'm gonna lose my job. Right. You know you know what I mean. <laughs> but I did, I did, I really did like KJ Hill. Um, even me being an Ohio State fan, obviously, um, watching him during the games, he kind of disappears a little bit, but he shows up in the big games. Yeah. So when you need a big touchdown, he always shows up and catches one for you. Um, but in practice, I feel as though watching him do what he does, I think he was kind of outdone by Olave this year because Olave was out there smoking guys all year. So he was just open. So uh, my man Fields was just throwing him the ball. But I'm pretty sure KJ was open on a lot of those routes too, the underneath routes. Um, Chev, any wide receiver thoughts? Good, bad, ugly? Yeah, so I was just talk about Gandy going a little bit. So, I mean, I, I love athletes that do a lot of different things. So uh, my man Gandy Golden bowled a 300 after practicing for only two months. So I got some weird <laughs> stats for you. So, I mean, just throwing this out there. Duke can do some crazy gymnastics stuff they were showing. I mean, Duke can solve a Rubik's Cube. I mean, and, and I heard he might even possibly be planning to negotiate his own contract. So, Oh, yeah, that, baby. That's something out there that y'all need to be watching. Uh, but, no, Gandy Golden, I uh, definitely love him. I think he, he's made some spectacular catches. That's somebody you definitely want to be watching. Uh, K.J. Hill, yeah, that was the guy that – I was hoping he's going to do a bit more in the game, but like these guys already said, like during the practice time, that's really when you want to shine. I mean, during the game would be great too, but if you're doing it during practice, while, I mean, there's media members everywhere out there that are catching it, I'm not able to watch all of it, but 
uh, from everything I saw. He was tearing it up, putting dudes in some roller rinks, it sounds like. So uh, definitely excited to see what he does uh, later on when I'm watching film with him. All right, so um, I got a guy I want to talk about. Then we're going to get Garrett's thoughts on these guys. I want to know what you guys think about Chase Claypool from Notre Dame. So watching a bunch of Cole Komet tape, um, I've talked before about how I don't like Ian Book as a quarterback. I feel like Cole Komet and both Chase Claypool kind of made Book look better throughout the year. Um, he had a couple decent catches in this game. Nothing uh, nothing crazy. Let me get his. Yeah, he's had the one touchdown. He was wide the heck open. Yeah. Where, where is he? Oh, yeah, two catches for six yards and one touchdown. So nothing great, but that seems to be the theme here with everything. I mean, yeah, nothing really stands out. But um, I thought he looked decent, uh, ran some nice routes, looked good throughout the year. Um, Aside from that wide receiver-wise, like I said, nothing. Yeah, it was kind of hard to watch because I know it keeps keeps saying the same thing, but the quarterback play made the receivers look bad. It did. Um, so but, that's why the practice was very important. Yeah. Well, practice does make perfect. But, Garrett, any thoughts on any of these guys? We Start with uh, DuVernay. Are you a fan of his, first of all? Yeah. I. You know, the, the analytics community is not a big fan of his. Uh, anytime that there's a guy with a late breakout age, uh, they're, they're not going to be on board. And so uh, that's kind of where DuVernay was. He was really – Like Michael in, Thomas? What's that? Like Michael Thomas? Um, Michael Thomas, I don't even know if he officially had a breakout age. Uh, you know, he, he, he stayed under the radar. Uh, Terry McLaurin was kind of the same way. So, um, right. you know, it's definitely not, you know, oh, if, you, if you're not a good receiver by, you know, 19, then, you know, don't even worry about him. But, you know, it wasn't until his senior season that he really did anything of consequence. But had a really good year. Um, really fast, uh, agile player. Uh, he, he is on my radar uh, I don't think he's going to crack my like top 10 or anything like that, uh, but he'll probably be in the you know wide receiver 15 to 20 range for me. Um, so definitely a name to monitor with like your your fourth round picks, um, depending on where he where he ends up and and uh, what kind of situation that is. Okay, um, and I know Porkman's talking about KJ Hill and Porkman. Who's the other guy? Uh, Van Jefferson. Jefferson. Van yeah. Jefferson. Thoughts on those two? Both guys, by all accounts, uh, really, really rose up boards. Two very, very good route runners. Uh, both both explosive players. Van Jefferson has uh, better long speed, I think, than KJ Hill has, and uh, a little bit more, a little bit bigger, a little more physical. Um, but KJ Hill is just smooth, um, and uh, he, he seems to make plays when when they're needed. So uh, both guys, I think, uh, are going to be moving up my. Actually, I already have moved both of those guys up my board. Uh, and then you also mentioned um, uh, Gandy Golden. Uh, I've watched quite a bit of Gandy Golden tape. A big fan of his. Um, you know, he feasted on inferior competition, and, and that's what you want to see. You know, not all these guys are at the biggest schools ever, but are they dominating where they're at? And, and he definitely dominated. And uh, uh, I'm trying to think. Do we do we talk about Colin Johnson at all? No. No. Okay. Colin Johnson is a guy that I am not that interested in. Um, he had a good senior bowl by all accounts, uh, but he, he has been very uh, disappointing from where people kind of had him 
had him pegged. He has a very similar build to uh, Hakeem Butler from last season, and I don't think he's nearly the athlete or the player that Hakeem Butler is. So I don't expect him to go quite as high, but who knows? The NFL draft is a, is a funny thing, and teams tend to fall in love with certain guys for certain reasons, and it's because they can fit their their specific scheme. So there might be a team that's looking for his exact skill set, and he goes higher than than I think he should. Uh, but right now, I'm not I'm not super interested in him. Okay. Um, so, <clears throat> Gil Gary, I got a question. So with Gandy Golden, do you think the drops that he had during the practice was that just jitters, or Prob- do you think that could be a problem? Because they probably because you know playing with Liberty, you probably don't have that much of a you know, highlight like a spotlight on you so much, but you got all these scouts when you think he just got nervous a little bit. That's what I'm thinking. Um, you know, he, it, it, depending on the day, what report you read, uh, there were times where they were like, Gandy Golden looks great. He's feasting out here. And then the next day it's like, oh, he had some, some big drops, uh, kind of embarrassing. Blah, blah, blah. Like, so like it was really a roller coaster week for him. But drops didn't seem like a huge issue from a lot of the tape I watched. It wasn't something that he did regularly. Um, so it's probably just adjusting to better coverage than he's used to, uh, more eyeballs, nerves, you know, whatever. Not saying it's it disregarded and, you know, don't think about it anymore, but um, but I, I wouldn't be overly concerned about it. Garrett, I want your thoughts on um, Jamichael Hasty. Yeah, he, uh, that's the running back from Baylor. Uh, Baylor, yeah, I thought he had some decent runs. A little, little twitchy. Yeah, he's got some runner. good burst. Um, he wasn't really on my radar too much. Neither him nor Anderson were really uh, super on my radar. The running back out of TCU, but uh, both of these Texas running backs, I think, definitely helped their stock um, with the Senior Bowl. Both of them uh, made some plays. Uh, looked like they were able to to do some things in the game and. And I think both of them will be interesting names to watch. Uh, but once again, I don't necessarily see any of them going, uh, you know, anywhere except day day three. Okay. Um, Chev, any running backs aside from who we already talked about that stood out to you? Yeah, I mean, I really like Hasty actually. I mean, I don't think he's going to be a guy that is going to be drafted super high. But, I mean, dude just came in, got his couple touches. And he looked shifty. He looked real nice. I mean, I, I like calling him Hasty McTasty because, I mean, <laughs> I just had my fingers licking like Jameis Winston out here. I'm just – so, I mean, I loved what I saw, man. He looked shifty, made people miss. Yeah. One more thing. He did fumble. He did fumble. But he did get up, ran, hustled, and made the tackle. So, uh, for me, that's something I like personally. He's got heart. Uh, he could be somebody that maybe sees some time uh, playing – uh, special teams, maybe so. Uh, just a heads up on him. I really did like what I saw from him, though. Okay, um, Porkman. I think you're a fan of Gibson from Memphis. Did, uh, no, did we I talk was, about that? Gibson was good, though. Yeah, um, I was looking at some tape before um, with about Darius Anderson. Okay, I didn't really see much of his tape from catching the ball, but he showed that he got a little bit of uh, hands from the Senior Bowl, and seeing that he was wide open on that wheel route. He showed that he didn't have too much long speed, but he got the job done. He got there. So I was pretty happy about that. Uh, it was a couple runs that he had. Uh, it was like the zone option routes where he had pretty much got to read the block, read, go run into the sideline. Um, he's pretty good at reading some of his blocks as well. Um, so I'm not really sure if he's going to be one of the types of guys that's going to – he's probably, going like Garrett was saying, going to be one of those third-day third guys. 
but he's a good he'd probably be a good depth play or so, good depth um spot on the team. Yardage wise, he was the game's leading receiver. Receiver. Yeah, well that was that long the yards. long catch. A seventy five yard yards, catch. Yeah. yeah. But um it's just amazing. Like the next closest was on the North team. It was fifty three yards. The leading yardage receiver for the South was Devin Duvernay at twenty eight yards. Ouch. Yeah, not anything not, great. No no bueno. No. That's that's not anything good. Um let's see, I'm trying to think here. Really? Anything else that you guys have? I mean it was, well, I got it was a an okay. Have you been looking at any guys for IDP? Um, so I'm not gonna lie, I watched the game twice. Um that was all that time allotted me this week. Um let me see. I did other than that defensive end from Utah who was trashing that left tackle. Um, so a guy that really stood out to me, I think he was the Cal uh, linebacker, was Evan Weaver. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I okay. He, yeah. I, I think I know who you're talking about. The only thing that bothers me is it's like his mouth doesn't move when he talks. <laughs> if you notice that, like he's like, huh, yeah, uh, I'm just going to I'm gonna play linebacker now. I'm like, dude, I will smack the crap out of you if you don't start moving your mouth. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I was just looking there at him. He's comes, got this comes violent mic again. He's got this big stupid smile on his face. I'm like, move your lips. Uh, but, um, he he made some good plays, and um, I just highlighted Akeem Davis Gaither, and I can't remember off the top of my head. But then I put research next to him. So um, sorry that my notes are a little incomplete there. But um, those are the two guys that kind of stood out for me. And there was another defensive end. Uh, I don't know if I wrote his name because I was writing it down really fast while I was watching the game. Uh, Kenny Willikies. He okay. he made a couple. He was blowing up um, the tackle a little bit, and he was kind of coming off the line there. So um, those were the three guys that stood out to me that I thought were um, were pretty decent in the game. I did not scout IDP as much as I wanted to, just trying to you know obviously get all my notes down offensively for the podcast. So um, it's hard. So, if I had time, I would have watched it a third time and strictly focused on IDP, which is what I usually do. So, did you have anybody, Porkman, that you scouted? Uh, no, nah, because I, I I did never did IDP, so I might actually jump into it this year. Yeah, it's it's fun. I mean, you could kill two birds with one stone. You watch an offensive player, you just see what the other guy's doing. <laughs> it's right down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, obviously, it, it is. It's tough. It's like doing Devi stuff. Garrett, you could attest to that. You know, there's a different um, layer added to it there. So. Absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not even a huge IDP guy, and I play in, in two IDP leagues, and I love them. Um, it does add a, add a fun little layer um, that that otherwise I wouldn't get. So even though I wouldn't say, like, that's a strength of mine, I do enjoy playing in those leagues. It's real easy. Linebackers and safeties, and do not trade for Luke Keekley. There you go. Yeah, don't do that. It's not going to work unless you get points for coaching. <laughs> you do not. Uh, although I think some leagues have head coach I've heard points. That, yeah. What, how do you guys feel about that? I, I don't know if I'm a fan. Coach points? How does that work? If they win or if they lose something. I, I had it in like one of my leagues, and they only lasted one season. So Yeah, it's kind of weird, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Garrett, what do, you, do you ever play in a league like that? Uh, I've seen a couple people do that. I've never played in the league. Uh, I, I, I knew somebody that not only had wins and losses, but like 
total yards for and yards against also counted. So it's it's weird. Jeez. I heard about a league that they did uh, for the quarterbacks point per attempt. Woo. Yeah. Per oh. attempt? Yeah. See, I'm in Jeez. a I'm in a a half point per completion league. That's uh, not bad. Yeah, but that that's a little more practical than point per attempt. Right. Yeah, yeah that makes Jared that makes no sense. Matt Ryan, <laughs> give me all that. Yeah. <laughs> give me the worst team out there. Give me uh Fitzpatrick. They're going to have to right. throw. Oh yeah. <laughs> Matt Stafford back in the day would have been a stud oh, in the league. My Facts. Oh, my no God. running back. Yeah, no running back. Um yeah. So, well, do you guys have anything else for the geriatric bowl? <laughs> Well, I know I know Shevin here is our resident uh, kicker analysis guy. He is. That's right. I forgot about that. He's actually our special teams analyst. Oh, Shev, yeah. do you, you have anything on that you want to <laughs> uh, give us there? Yeah, I mean, you got you got a couple guys here. There, they're gonna go. In, they're going to their. They just finished their senior year. I mean, this, <laughs> they played so hard for their schools. I mean, how could you not want that on your team in the NFL? Um, I mean, these guys came out punter punted one on the one yard line. That's what you want to see. He's from Texas A&M. He had about seven punts, a couple in the end zone. So definitely not what you want. But, I mean, the punters showed out. They got about seven punts each, it seemed like. Uh, kickers, I don't know if they missed one. They might have missed one. Blank, blank and shit missed one. The dude yeah. with the goggles. Dude. He got his foggy goggles, man. I'm not going to blame him for that. Like, Listen, <laughs> that, that dude could see the Hubble freaking satellite right. <laughs> with how thick those glasses were. He can see Uranus, Matt Farr. <laughs> It ain't that big, pork. Got him, dude. <laughs> Who's got the dad jokes now? My dad said <laughs> Uranus. I told you. We're girl dads. We got to get these jokes up, man. That's right. I mean, man, you, ever, I gotta... you ever just walk in and go, who touched the thermostat? Just to see what everybody's reaction is? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Garrett, you ever me? do that? Oh, you know I do. Yeah, that's right. Chev, one day you'll get that. Hey, one joke. day. Yeah, that's right. One day. All right, I'm about done with the Senior Bowl. I don't know about you guys. I'm done with the Senior Bowl. After yeah. the kickers, I'm done. Okay, yeah, that was that was a lot. Um, so next week, quarterbacks, we're going to bring you some goodness there. Uh, Garrett will not be with us. He's going to be enjoying the week off. He might get kidnapped by a cartel. Um, I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> That's just what we're going to tell everybody. So um, until then. We'll start from bottom up. That's how we're listed on the page here. Porkman, where can we find you on Twitter? At FF Porkman. All right. Garrett, where can we find you? At Dynasty Price. And don't forget to check out Garrett every week on the Dynasty Nerds podcast. I still have to listen to the Nerd Heart podcast yet. Um, Chev, where can we find you on Twitter? Just one more thing before that. Sure. I really hope you guys went and got your Ian Thomas shares before the news yesterday. Yeah, buddy. But you can, you can find me at the Chev Boy RD. Boy with all right, boy with an eye. Yes, great point. Um, the Panthers and Greg Olson have quote unquote mutually agreed to part ways. So Ian Thomas shares all the way up. I don't think it matters who his quarterback is. He's going to have a great year. Um, Would have had a great year if Olson wasn't there last year. So um, great point, Chev. You could find me on Twitter at the Eight Five. Please follow the show at Dynasty Rewind. And if you want the dopest podcast shirt ever the dynasty rewind t-shirt please send me a dm i will get you all sorts of setup and you know it's even better than that um i'm forgetting that we have a verse so sorry about that <laughs> hey <laughs> thank you for reminding me pork man 
You're good. I, I was gonna I was gonna say something, but you know I didn't want to interrupt. You were on a roll. You know. No, it's so, okay. Uh, no, I'll, uh, I'll I'll be brief. I'll be brief. But First uh, John three sixteen says this: By this we know love that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. Um, and you know this is I I think so fitting with with a group of guys like this um you know Shevin was talking about it before he's never even met uh pork man or 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 mike in person but yet he feels like he would be willing to to anything for these guys um and that's really what we're called to do um not just for people we like but but for for our fellow for our fellow brother our neighbor um the the person that looks like us and the person that looks very different than us uh you know people that are are, are on our street and are people that are across the globe like we are called to be uh laying down our life and that doesn't necessarily mean our physical life you know people like to say like oh i'll take a bullet for you that's cool and that's like neat to say um and it's appreciated but what i really respect is when i see people laying down their life as far as man i i'm i'm gonna do something that's not convenient just because i care about you or i'm gonna give of my time or 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 of my money or whatever it is because you know i care about you and so that's really what this verse is talking about is you know just as jesus laid down his physical life for us we ought to also lay down our lives for our fellow brothers i mean my wife asked me once she's like would you take a bullet for me i'm like no (laughs) <laughs> I'll, t- I'll take a punch for you <laughs> I'm not going to take a bullet I would take a bullet for my daughter But that's that's it What? I would what? take one for my wife No, shady, shady. I, know, I know my wife would take one for me That's shady bro She wouldn't take No she would be like Michael <laughs> you take the bullet You're the man <laughs> so what? She, she would... <laughs> Come on crazy Mike <laughs> Yeah the worst was the Dementas. Um, hey, you guys, real quick, Super Bowl predictions? Anybody? Chev? I'm going to roll with the Chiefs. I think it's going to be the best Super Bowl of the decade, but um, I'm rolling with the Chiefs. I agree with that, yeah. Other I, than the Eagles one. That yeah, Super Bowl 52 is the greatest Super Bowl of all time. Let's just throw that out there. What about what about the Patriots' comeback versus the Falcons? No, because the Eagles didn't Shanahan win that Super Bowl. was stupid. <laughs> Freaking pass the ball on third down. All you gotta do is run, kick the field goal. Game's yeah. over. Wow. True. This is bold Dude, takes. Isn't bold. decade ten years? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's ten years, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, so you're saying because this is the first one of the decade. Ah, yeah, but I think it's gonna be good though. Yeah. Oh, wow. okay. I get what you did there. I see. Yeah. I see. All right, you got me. You got me, man. Are you sure you're not a dad? I might be. <laughs> uh, Congrats! I'm, I'm gonna take the Chiefs by a touchdown. Okay, Porkman. Uh, I think I'm gonna take the Chiefs. Harrison Bucker field goal at the end of the game wins the game. Ooh. And they stop talking about Andy Reid with his time management crap. I'm gonna take the 49ers. You're just doing it to be different. No, defense wins championships. I understand, and but I'm doing this for Andy. Colonel, why well, he didn't win a Super Bowl for us? I don't care what Andy Reid does in Kansas City. No, Andy Reid brought us life to the city. Jeff Lurie brought life to the no. city. What? No. Yes, he bought the team. He reinvigorated. You remember Ray Rhodes fired yeah. people up. <laughs> Defense wins championships. Yeah, he also hired Chip Kelly. Oh. We don't talk about that in this household. Uh, hey. 
I'm in Jersey. You're up in North Pennsylvania, an hour and a half away from my house. Let me tell you something. I'm hosting this podcast. The computer's in my household. <laughs> that name does not get spoken here. No, but I understand that. Hey, I get the, the hire at the time. I wanted Gus Bradley. If you think yeah, about I it. Yeah, I did too. Neither coach worked out. out. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm taking the Niners. I think defense wins championships. Um, and I just love the, the 49ers running game. Um, it doesn't matter. The Chiefs will win because the team I usually root for loses anyway, most of the time. So there you go. That's a Super Bowl prediction. So um, anything else before we head out? Nope. I'll oh, take good. that as a maybe. So um, hit me up if you want some Dynasty Rewind swag. Best part about that is you get to have direct contact with me, either a blessing or a curse, depending on who you ask. Thank you to DynastyOwner.com for bringing you this awesome podcast, podcast listeners. So make sure you go check them out. Tell them that we sent you. And um, until next time, everybody, be kind. Please rewind.